Hello and welcome to your weekly matinee. My name is Philip. You ever dance with your dead grandmother in the past, but it's also a dream? I'm one of your hosts. Did I say my name? No. Nope. Philip. I'm Dave. I'm Minus Kicks. No, you're not. <laughs> and today we're talking about when Marnie was there. We're all in the same room for once. That's true. Pretty nice. We're all together. First time the weekly matinee is a podcast first. Doesn't make so a difference to them. <laughs> That's true, yeah. If you're listening to this at home, it doesn't make a difference for you. It means something so, to us. It does. <laughs> it symbolizes togetherness. Don't touch yeah, me. It doesn't, no. I will. Um, so When Marnie Was There is the reportedly final film from Studio Ghibli. There's one more scheduled that Miyazaki is directing. That I even, saw though, even though he claimed he's he was retiring. For the second after, time. After the wind rises. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it was on it was on Wikipedia, so I don't know how trusted of a news source that is. But there is a listed Miyazaki is directing a new movie. How how, how do we do this show again? We, we do negatives, fixes, and positives. Negatives, fixes, and positives. So voice acting. That's a negative. Yeah, that's but that I wouldn't really discuss that. No, as no, as dubbing the main issue. Dubbing, it's not voice yeah, acting, it's dubbing, dubbing is the main issue with the movie. But again, that that also like there's not much a animation like let's take Funimation for example, uh, when they get Dragon Ball. So when they like uh, Team Four Star, the people who do Dragon Ball Z abridged, have made a huge stigma over voice acting on accident. So because they go through and edit the the mouth movements they as, people assume that's how dubbing works it is not no, not even close mm-hmm. so the way dubbing works is voice actors get their lines their translated lines the studio gets the animation and they are not allowed to edit it at all um and in doing so the voice actor ha- may have to elongate or shorten phrases to seem super unnatural just to fit it in with within the mouth movements of a Japanese uh, person saying it. Which is probably mostly the issue with this. With mm-hmm. The way they just pronounce stuff and when Marnie was there. Well, that's why you get a lot of people in anime going like, yes! Because, like, people say yes here. But they say, in Japan, they say yosh. Yeah. And it's super quick. Mm-hmm. And, like, is that the reason for a lot of, like, kind of awkward deliveries? Usually. Yeah. In this movie, I don't think so. In, in this movie, I think it was just sort of like, it felt sort of like they were just like, all right, that was good. Let's move on to the next next part of the script. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we got only, it. We're good. It sounds fine. The only person who I felt could have been a little better was what's her name again? Kieran Shipka as Marnie. Yeah. yeah, like her delivery could be very over the top and cheesy. Yeah, it, she, hers is definitely the weakest voice mm-hmm. performance. I think Haley Steinfeld did great. Everyone, as everyone else I thought did yeah. very well. Some voices like didn't match their characters as much as they could have. But overall, they had really great voices in the movie, yeah. Like, she was the only actress who I noticed was like, okay, you're a person in a studio recording. Like a slight issue, yeah. Yeah. Really, Everyone yeah. else, it seemed almost very yeah. seamless. Yeah, and anybody who, like, just sits in front of a mic to, to talk and not really emote, like, <sighs> salt of the earth. <laughs> I know. Who'd want to listen to something like that? <laughs> want to listen to like what are we at, five episodes worth <laughs> this would be episode seven solid okay yeah so well no, no no um this would be nine we just released seven so we're yeah. single-handedly ruining wait. The- <laughs> wait no no no. let me count so <laughs> no, let's not count no no, 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 no. Right. sorry uh, evolution was four <laughs> uh, so that would be episode seven so this is eight the next one is nine all right 
Um, so other than that, the dubbing once again didn't take anything away from the movie because once again it's dubbing. You know what I mean? A, a it's, little. It's, it's it didn't it, take anything from it, me. It it takes you out at some points. Yeah, but I don't blame the movie. For like that. I, like we were all. This is also the first movie we all watched together. Um, I wouldn't have been joking around as much if the dubbing wasn't as bad mm. as it was. Well, also, like, me and Matt watched it in two different circumstances. I watched it completely by myself in the silent room. You watched it with friends talking, you know, most of the movie. So maybe it was just kind of like a... Maybe that took you out a little more. Yeah, and this is my third time watching it, so I was So like, you're more of a veteran. Sometimes I was kind of like... Yeah. ...checked out, while other times I was paying mm. attention. So yeah, the voice acting was like sort of an issue but didn't take me out at all from the movie because i knew it was just dubbing the only issue that i had really with the movie the only other issue was i don't know how you guys feel but i hate it when a movie treats me like i'm stupid and honestly i felt like the whole explanation at the end with the artist was their way of treating me stupid as if i didn't understand that marnie was uh anna's grandmother she was yeah exactly um. <laughs> But, but like uh, that whole explanation, like I didn't, I don't need that much context. Sure, it's nice, it's and it nice... could have been injected in other parts of the movie. I just didn't need a whole exposition dump at the yeah, end of the movie. That's kind of where I'm at a crossroads here. Because on the one hand, it's a nice scene, but on the other hand, the issue with it is that it's kind of spelling out mm -hmm. the twist for you. Whereas, like, if they left it with just that part where she's having her fever and the grandmother's humming that song to her, and I'm like, oh. Uh, Marnie was Anna's grandmother. Like, that makes complete sense. And maybe other points throughout the film, they could have added that extra exposition just in the lines of her stepmother or any other part. You know, she could have been like, parents die in a car crash, you know? Foster mother. Yeah, foster mother, I'm sorry. Um, you know you know what I mean, though, right? I, yeah. just, I just feel like at one, some point, it started treating me like I didn't understand what was going on. When I think that's that's a product of theoretically this may or may not have been a, a children's movie in Japan. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I was thinking while watching it. I was like, this I'm watching this as if I'm an adult. I'm not sure whether this Studio Ghibli movie I mean, are a, meant for yeah, children. Yeah, it's a children's movie even here. Yeah, is it? Is it? Yeah, it's PG. It's very, it's but very it's very mature themes though. Very mature. I mean, like it that's makes the, always that's the thing. Um, not always, but that's the thing that like dubbing can make things weird. Like in Japan. Dragon Ball is a Saturday morning cartoon, basically. But here in the states, they they're swearing. They it's very adult here. Mm -hmm. Like like here they, they even play them on Adult Swim. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, like they even have like in the one of the newer episodes, they even have Vegeta going like, "You bastard!" It's like that's not a kid yeah. show. Mm -hmm. It's not a swear, but it's like a lot not, of kids. I don't think the there. dubbing was. Like with that with this movie, there was really no like. Adult, no, I know, but I do feel language. like I do feel like it was made a little bit more adult. Mm -hmm. And can I just say, no. so when um, go ahead, sorry. Eh. So when the artist, what was her name? Uh, Kato? Hisako. Hisako. Masahiro Sakurai. So when she's telling the story, and then you see the car crash. Mm -hmm. And then it just—it's just completely silent. There's no music. Mm -hmm. And then, am I the only one? Because I get why she kept talking because she's telling a story. But on the other hand, let it am I the let only, it sit. Am I the only one who felt that the scene would have been more powerful if they had just kept it silent? I liked the silence when she was on the phone. You know what I mean? Like when they showed her on the phone mm -hmm. after, like the that was like silent for a moment. I understand that they had to keep telling the story. Again, kids movie. 
I know. Yeah. I don't know. That that was legitimately the only problem I had because if it had been left more open ended, with a second time through, you're like, oh, I understand. Her parents were in a car crash, and her parents was the daughter of Marnie. That makes so much sense. You know what I mean? Whereas like, I I just didn't need that spelled out for me. You know, that was legitimately the only issue. I loved the story. I loved the characters. Speaking of which, should we explain the story, or should we? Since we're giving away spoilers, should we just assume that? I'm assuming people. The audience has already. I mean, I'm not assuming they've seen it, but I'm assuming they don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if, I guess, if you want... Just go to Letterboxd or Wikipedia and just get a quick synopsis. Pick it up on IMDb. Or watch it. Or just watch the movie yourself, honestly. Yeah, Yeah, it's It's a bit of a hassle to get a hold of, though. Just order it off of Amazon. I found it at a cheap price on my local Target. That doesn't... Yeah, but how many people still have, like, DVD players? We are the exception. You no, can, we aren't. You can, I, you can play DVDs off of Blu-ray players, PS4s, Xbox One. You can play DVDs off Blu-ray players? Yeah. You can play both? Yeah, yeah. backwards compatible. You just can't that's play 4K. It's not backwards compatible. They're two totally different okay, formats. Okay, never mind then. That's like saying like, that's like saying like, oh yeah, the Xbox, uh, the Xbox One plays PS2 games. It's backwards compatible. Right, we're getting it's like, off topic. Two different um, formats. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you guys have any other issues besides that? Because that was um, the exposition dump was the only issue I had. Small with the film. little like they're not even issues. They're just small little conveniences. Like I brought this up when we were watching it, like when Anna was passed out on the floor and the guy, the random guy, showed up in the car to her yeah. like it, it was just a coincidence that would happen to be like the one guy who showed up there who would I, recognize her I think it's kind of like supposed to be a small town though mm-hmm. so it's supposed to be like everybody more. knows yeah. everyone mm-hmm. yeah other do you have any issues several actually no yeah. um <laughs> it I don't know it's just like the being spelled out and again I get it but at the same time like yeah, we have to remember who this movie was made yeah, for. Yeah, but even still, like, I feel like even kids could get it. Yeah, yeah, so if like there were more subtle drops, you know? It's, I have a question that leads into our fixes. Like, how would we have conveyed, like, the big twists in a more subtle way? I would have just let, I would have cut out the, ex- sorry, I cut you off, but I would have cut out the exposition part with the artist, um, and I would have just laid more subtler hints throughout the movie that there was a, an accident. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they, they did at some points mention that just the, her parents and the, her grandmother had passed away. You know what I mean? If they had just conveyed that more subtly, like, say, mm-hmm. in a conversation between her stepmother and the doctor. You know what I mean? The doctor asked, like, what is her history? You know, like, oh, her parents died in the car crash. They could have said, like, trauma. You know, like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it could have been just laid out more subtly throughout between different characters. You know what I mean? I also think the... Uh the production design has a lot to do with it because mm-hmm. Marnie, the Marsh house, mm-hmm. like it has. Are you gonna say the Martian? <laughs> the Martian, yep. <laughs> That's next week. Matt Damon is <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> no, um... Marnie the Martian. <laughs> That's what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but um, like her house, I felt like kind of looked like it was from a different time period. And even the way she spoke. Yeah, but does that go back to delivery? You know? Is that the way Karen Shipka delivered the lines? That it could have been. could have felt like it was old-fashioned. It could have been for all we know. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It was planned and, all along. Honestly, like, one of my other gripe, well, not even, it's not even a gripe, it's just so small and insignificant, but that the fact there was no payoff with her asthma. You know, it was, it was just a reason to get it her. It was just yeah, a reason, reason to get her, get her there. there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I wish that there had been more of a 
it's a proven like it was psychosomatic because she they was never, upset. You know what I mean? They like, never bring they never it up. addressed it again. After mm. she ran away and she coughed a little bit after she insulted yeah. the one girl, they never really brought it up again. Yeah, I, I just wish that, that had been paid off in some How way. How would you have paid it off? I have no idea. Exactly. That's why I'm not writing this movie. Be- That's no, just what because my, my like one I, I feel like the payoff is that it's not an issue anymore. Yeah, is that? Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't take it that way. But like, that's such a small and significant detail that once again I did not hold against this movie. That was just like they introduced. Something. I mean, it was big enough for you to bring up during the podcast. I'm sorry, yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't have even brought it up. Yeah, but yeah, o- only big issues. Every movie we talk about, we hate. <laughs> no, we don't. I love almost every movie we've watched, except for Dragon Ball. <laughs> that's why it was sarcastic. No, oh, yeah. All right, any other bigger issues? I mean, we didn't have en- enough issues to really talk about how we would fix them, you know? Like, there's really... The only way you could have fixed the delivery was spend, like, a couple more hours in the booth. And, like, oh well. Mm-hmm. Can't really do that now, can we? Mm-hmm. Do you know who dubbed what company dubbed this movie? G-Kids, I thought it was. I don't yeah. know any of the dubbing companies. So. I mean, their logo is, like, all over this thing. Yeah? Yeah, it was them. Right. I and I didn't. I'd assumed something with what an else English. Have they done? I don't know. I just I had assumed something with an English name wasn't a Japanese company. Uh, I, I wasn't paying attention. To that. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah, just the exposition dump was my really my only issue. Yeah. I feel like even for a family movie, it could have. I feel like the exposition dump may they may have laid it on a bit too. Because like when I was a kid, I would I would I wouldn't. First of all, I wouldn't be watching this as a kid. This movie. This is way too, like, a Nate wasn't a weeb. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> is, no, I'm just saying, like, this was more of a slow-paced movie. You know what I mean? There's no, like, exciting action sequences for my young brain to really it's latch on to. It's even a Ghibli movie. Yeah. Uh, it's not really as out there. It's very Totoro. Yeah. Yeah. It's much and more And that's quintessential Ghibli. Mm-hmm. So, any more negative slash fixes? Not really. Oh, I have one question to pose. Do you guys think that she was a ghost, or was she just a memory? Time travel. I'd say ghost. I, I don't understand how you think time travel. It's time travel. It's not you can time, time travel. It's Midnight in Paris it's rules. not time travel. <laughs> Owen Wilson rules. No. Wham. Yeah, I, I think it's more of a mix. Of we should watch that movie, too. Sorry. We'll add it to the list. We'll... <laughs> We'll add to the list. We'll watch it somewhere. You, um, you're the only one with an open movie slot the rest of this year. This? Yeah, heck no. Midnight <laughs> <laughs> Paris. Yeah, add there. Add Midnight Paris. Why not? Do you not like that movie? I haven't even seen it, but uh, it's. I don't know. Okay, so it is a. What's his? What's the director's name? Uh, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Woody. It's a Woody oh, Allen movie goodness, starring Woody Owen Allen. Wilson, and it's who about plays as good, Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah, who plays Woody Allen, and it's about as good as you think it is. But in the best way, you know what I mean? What was I saying? Like, Owen Wilson talks to Ernest Hemingway, and he's like, I'm a writer. And it's like, what? So, we were saying Sorry. about the... Yeah, I mentioned, like, the exposition, how it was even for a children's movie, and then you brought yeah, up... Yeah, yeah, this really... This movie, to me, at least, I understand that maybe it was intended for children, but to me, I would not have been watching this as a child. I would recommend this to preteens. Even then, like, at that point, like I was like, some... I don't care about movies. You know, like, I don't care about thinking. I want to watch action. Five, five to eleven year olds, I think, is perfect age range for this. Really? Yeah. Hmm, okay. The, I feel like for, it would take me at for, this age to really think about it. No, no. no. So, you know I mean? so, 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 
for like the five to eight year olds, mm. the animation's really pretty and it's something pretty to look at. Sure. For the nine to twelve year olds, um, it it's something thought provoking at a time when they should be thinking more. Yeah, but even like at our age, it hits more because like. And the Anna is going through very relatable issues. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, she's why, they're if they're that like, relatable, why can't a twelve-year-old get it then? At yeah, that like age, I don't really think you want to like admit that there's a younger teenager issue. You know, relate to her because she's very introverted. Yeah, I, I'd I'd actually argue that it res- it would resonate more with a preteen than someone our age. Because if I like at that oh, age, yeah, I was so. very I was super introverted at that age. You know what I mean? Like I kept myself mostly. And exactly. I wouldn't. That, I wouldn't that's have, why. But exactly. if I watched this movie, I would not have felt comfortable. You know what I mean? Me personally. Would have been all too real for you? It would have been, it legitimately though. Exactly. It would have been all too real and I wouldn't have enjoyed it. You and know that's what I mean? why, um, at this age I can finally like sit down and be like, this is a beautiful piece of art. I you mean, know I what personally I mean? would have been like all for that. I would have been like, hey, that character is just, like just me. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, maybe it's just me. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. the weird one. Uh, well, yeah, I agree. But, <laughs> uh, all right, so any fixes? You know what I mean? Any, uh, so like dubbing? Not enough like, fight scenes. <laughs> Wanted, not enough you Goku. That, you wanted that Anna Marty knockdown drag out. <laughs> I really thought Super Saiyan would be in this one. Wow, that's not okay. Uh, all right. All anime is the same. Oh. All right. Wait, <laughs> no. Please don't say that. It's not okay. All right. I have three anime posters all up right. in my room. Hey, Matt, like, what would you fix? Oh, what would I fix? Um, not enough. Not enough Ruby. <laughs> Make the lesbian undertones more obvious. I picked up on those immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. not hard. How, have you read the Have you read the reviews on Letterboxd? Nope. Because like the, one of the first things relates to that, and it's sort of, they speak about how um, Anna is like clearly either like an out like an outsider at some point she feels mm-hmm. like marginalized at some point that she may be, uh, you know, le- like lesbian or something to that effect. But like that's I think that's the beauty of this kind of movie uh, is that it, people are able to relate from every aspect of life you know what i mean so, so like so then why did i relate to the lesbian thing I, you, didn't really, <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> you want me to answer these questions I, yeah no, i totally you get those you. undertones <laughs> yeah. I, the only thing that i really like her character design but mm-hmm. I, I really don't like with the like lesbian undertones that they gave her short hair because it feels stereotypical even though the short hair even though the short hair is like my favorite part of her character design, I feel like it's like the easy, like it's the artist's easy way of being like, oh, this person might be lesbian to make her look androgynous. Exactly, mm-hmm. and and it's so easy to do that, but there's other ways to do it that are less obvious. You know, like like one of the less obvious ways that they did do it was they very rarely put her in girl or feminine clothing, and when they did, it was overly feminine because her mm-hmm. her was it geisha dress. Kimono, whatever dress. It was a, yeah, a different name, I think. What? I well, it's the no. I think it's a kimono. I don't know. Either way, it's it's pink and flowery. But when she's not in girly clothing, she's in a, a t-shirt and shorts, and they're like blue and green, and like the furthest from quote unquote girl colors that you can get. I totally picked up on that, and it handled it beautifully. Yeah, and that's another aspect that people could relate to. People. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I said. Like at the best, those kind of best movies are people that feel like, you know, feel like, as she says in the beginning of the movie, that there's like an inner circle and she feels like she's on the outside Mm -hmm. of it. Literally everyone can relate to that. You know what I mean? Like it could work for like introverts. It could work for kids in the LGBT community. Mm -hmm. 
have a hard time coming out. Yeah. It's just, it was a beautiful movie, honestly. Mm-hmm. Which will probably lead us to positives, yeah. I assume. The animation. Oh, Absolutely. So Ghibli. So good. This, I mentioned this, I brought this up um, when we were, during our, us watching it. And uh, just all the small little like details, like the furniture, the small little trinkets in each of the rooms. Like, they didn't the have world. to make it that detailed. Yeah, they choose but, to. But, yeah, they, they make it feel like a, an actual house, an mm-hmm. actual room that someone has lived in for years. Mm-hmm. I also brought this up during while, while we were watching that, um, obviously, this is probably isn't trans, doesn't translate as well, but I feel like, to some extent, if you took out the dialogue in the movie, like the dubs of anything, you could still walk away with just a beautiful film. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It's such a visually told story can we kind s- of way. Can we spend the rest of the episode just, like, gushing over the character design? Because, like, yeah, sure. a- Anna in particular. But, like, like it's... Mm. But that's, like, Ghibli. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. At its core is is just well-made everything. You know like, what I mean? It's... I don't know how to say it. It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful film. You know what I mean? Like, a- Anna is, like... I don't know if you know what Cutie Saturday is. But Aaron Hansen, an artist and animator and Let's Player, uh, created Cutie Saturday, where Pete artists basically spam him with cute pictures of girls on Saturday. And there are two very different camps. There is the uh, NSFW. There is the, like, somewhere in between. And then there's, like, Wholesome. And Anna is super, like, cutie wholesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that explanation. I mean, a little bit on topic. <laughs> well, the, a bit of a long-winded explanation. No, yeah, because I had to make sure people know what Cutie Saturday was. Because I was originally just going to say that Anna is Cutie Saturday wholesome. Uh, so, yeah. And that makes no no sense. The positives of the movie are pretty much everything, as I've said before with other movies we've watched. And just the landscape, just, like the, the way they draw the so sunset. Beautiful. The, the iconic shot of Marty sitting beside the... Moonlight. Yeah, I think it's just Marty. Marty. <laughs> it's Marty McFly. He has the lights. Light. Jeez, Doc. Yeah. You're telling me. Jeez, Anna. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and again, like I said, just the production design. Just yeah. At least, at least a two. At least a two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least, yeah. Two and a half, maybe. Two, at least a two and a half. out of five. Let's not get crazy Let's here. Not, I'm sorry. Maybe two point two five. I'll be throwing out all those positive ratings. We have to have some integrity yep. mm-hmm. as a brand. Uh, so, yeah, the positives, honestly, is just, like, how relatable the message is, which I feel like is a lot of kids' animation. If this is meant for kids, I don't know. I haven't there really looked into that. There are quite a few moments that could be construed as cheesy. And, like, what? Like, I don't know, just, like, how, like, cutesy it can get between the two girls. How and, dare like, you? That, that's and that's I'm not saying that's an issue. I'm saying I really like it. I, honestly, it's really I get what you cute. mean. It's with, really wholesome. I get what you mean when they said like I took the, when they said like I love you like multiple times to each other. I took that as being like um the familial relationship. Yeah. You know like what I mean? The, the dance scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's a really. But I took cute. that as being more so in the head, so it worked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's a tad corny, but yes. Do you think Marnie knew, like the whole movie? Yeah. Okay. I think knew she knew. What? I think she knew Marnie wasn't real. I don't oh. know if she remembered that no, it was her no. grandmother. No, 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 no. Do you think Marnie knew who Anna was the whole movie? Is what I'm saying. I don't think Marnie was actually there. No. Yeah, but that doesn't mean she can't know. 
What do you mean? She existed in the movie. Yeah, but because in, she, in Anna's mind. She doesn't have, like, the knowledge that her grandmother Marnie had. But you mother. said ghost. Yeah, to an extent I thought ghost in... Make in up your damn mind. No, no, no I, th- I, think, I think ghost to some extent, but only what you're thinking towards the end. Because when she said, can you please forgive me? You know what I mean? Like, that's her saying, like, I understand that you're mad at me for leaving. I'm sorry that I left, uh, that I died, pretty much. Can you somehow find it in your heart to forgive me? You know what I mean? Like, I, I took it as more so like that. So I took it as, to some extent, Marnie knows she's something, but most of the events occurred from the stories that Marnie told Anna as a child. And from her diary, too. I don't think she read the diary. She only, the events that she experienced were only from her grandmother's stories that she told her to her as a child. Yeah, but she was like two. That's true, yeah, she couldn't remember. Exactly, that's why she thought they were just made up stories. They were somewhere in her subconscious. That's when the, um, uh, the artist told her about them. She remembered her grandmother telling her stories. You saw the grandmother saying the stories, and she put the, uh, what, thing in her hair? The beret? Clip. The clip, yeah. A beret? Is that, is that what it's called? Isn't that what a no, beret a is? No, a beret is a hat. No, 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 no. A little purple clip. Uh, well, I'm thinking of something. A brooch, a brooch. It's not the same thing. It goes on the clothes. I was saying it wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, a clip. You know what I mean? So we like, got there in the end, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and that's pretty much my answer to your question. <laughs> if that was an answer at all. The, the answer to my question... So, it's uh, abstract, pretty much. That's what I'm no, no, saying no. is that the answer is abstract. No, no, no. Let me, let me get this straight. The answer to my question of... Did Marnie know the whole time was, uh, she must have. She put a hair clip in her. No, she could have known. It's up to up to interpretation. Because even at the end of the movie, when she sees Marnie leaning out the window waving, that could be construed as a ghost presence, or it could be interpreted as a memory. You know what I mean? Just her being like, "This is my final send off of my grandmother." You know, I'm, I loved you. I'm now ready to move on with my new family. Here's what I think. I think it. So, for the first couple meetings between them, I think it could be what Phil mentioned earlier with the whole time travel, the Midnight in Paris thing. <laughs> I don't. Not, not why time, not? I do not think that it's time so, travel not, Okay, I, I shouldn't say can I, can I explain? Midnight in Paris isn't technically time travel, but it's the easiest way to explain what it is. I don't think it's time travel. Because they even, like, make sure you know that it's sort of a dream, because she's asleep. Not every time. She didn't fall asleep in between when... Uh, the girl on the bike rode up, and then they were in the tower. Yeah, but then Marnie wasn't actually there, and then she passed or it out. It could and had just a fever. be. It could have. Okay, so there was an episode of the Twilight Zone called Walking Distance, and in it, this guy walks to. He's he's visiting uh, his hometown, and so he stops at a gas station, walks there, and then he's at his hometown, but it's back like when he was a kid. It's back to that time, and nobody knows who he is. He tries to go to his parents, and they don't. He tries to say his name. They don't believe him. And so I feel like it's sim- very similar to that, where she's in a different time period, but... Hey, we heard out your crazy theories. You can hear Matt's out. What mm-hmm. crazy theories did I have? Uh, it's the hair clip ghost. That's, that was in the movie. She was telling her the stories in the bed. Yeah, well, we heard you out. You can hear Matt out. I well, mean, I understand your premise, but yeah, I, I think don't it's very, think it's that. It's very, I think it's very similar to that. Right. Like, once she enters that house at that specific time, she's in a different time period. Watch Midnight in Paris, and you'll know what I'm talking about. And also watch that episode of The Twilight Zone. 
I respectfully disagree with both of you. You're wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. Um, that's like, the great e- thing about even I know it's a discussion. No, I, that's I, the great thing about opinions. Right. No, no, none of us have to be right. Everyone's um, got them. Like, none even, of them suck. Even I think it's a I think it's a mix between <laughs> ghost and memories of what Marnie told and as a child, because even Marnie says at some point when they're on the shore, I can't be that far away from the summer um, mansion or whatever it's called. I don't remember what it's called. Um, the house. She just says the I summer can't. house. I, she can't be mm-hmm. too far away from it, which got me going thinking that, all right, Anna is experiencing these memories, but with the sort of ghost of Marnie. So then why, why it was... it could be interpreted as purely memory or purely ghost, in my opinion. Mm, no. But honestly, this isn't even like the main issue with the film. You know what I mean? Well, like, then my question is, if it's a ghost, <laughs> why why is her spirit in the mansion? Because I, she died like after moving out, like I, years I think it was after. Her, it was her favorite place on Earth, and she's trying to find. Was like, it her get, favorite place on Earth? That's what she said during the movie that it was she her loved place. the location, well, not I mean, the house. At, at the end she of said the, she loved the house. At, well, at the end of Titanic, <laughs> everyone dies. Like what? Sees that, <laughs> is, well, they all end up in that back on the ship and they're all the same age <laughs> well like no they, oh no and rose is the same age too it's the same as she was back on, when she was on the ship so yeah it could be like that was her favorite time i think that that was, was it, it rose was gets location. rose gets married right not to jack but yeah. someone else that's gonna suck like like you gotta have it and you're just like where's my wife and and he's and god's just like just uh with the guy she f***ed on the titanic <laughs> and he's like why and he's like i'm sorry dude are we still doing the no cursing weekly matinee where we get yeah. sidetracked talking about other movies yeah and cursing yeah yeah whatever um uh, with the marty thing i think it, it's open for interpretation but i don't think that's the main point of the film personally me i think it could be taken as memory and ghostly type thing and i think she's trouble. there because it was her she mentioned in the movie it was her favorite place on earth um and she's trying to help anna get closure you know what i mean that's something that anna didn't get while while they were alive she she felt like everyone had abandoned her and she can't appreciate the people that she does have in her life until marnie comes back and is like these people took you in like they love you you know like look at my life you know like i it was really difficult you have people that really love you but people that didn't want to go away but they just kind of had to because they died you how know? dare they exactly how dare they die but no that that one scene where anna's outside the house and she's trying to say like how could you leave me mm-hmm. I, I feel i view that as entirely a memory and it's just her inner thoughts trying to well, then, it's a, then it's I a think dream. it's a dream. Yeah. I think that that, yeah, that was one of the ghostly parts. Like it's that her I was trying thinking. to come to terms with what has happened. It's her accepting that mm. they died and that she needs to move on. That was one of the parts I took as more ghostly. Or mm. it could be just interpreted as in, in her head, which I completely agree with. Also, yeah. like that's just her way of I need to move on. It's her means of because she, she mentioned before that even she acknowledges that even though they didn't mean to die she still feels like she can't forgive them for leaving mm-hmm. her and in this moment she's finally saying okay I forgive you mm-hmm. please yeah I just honestly the best part of the movie is just the themes it mm-hmm. teaches such great lessons you know and what like I mean scene, it's about like moving on yeah. from a tragic past 
being happy with who you are. And that's what made that scene before so it felt very cathartic was mm-hmm. the word I'd use. Yeah, it was very just satisfying. Mm-hmm. It felt like she got everything she out out that she wanted mm-hmm. to have out, you know. I think this is her basically her form of therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the only reason why I mentioned like like the ghost type thing is like I feel like it's sort of Marnie's way of making up for what she failed out while she was alive. You know what I mean? She feels like her life was very difficult. She was neglected and mistreated. Uh, then in her life, her husband passed away. She neglected her own daughter, um, and she was just trying to make up for that. So you know, like she was finally had this opportunity to see that her granddaughter was struggling. She was like, "All right." gonna step in you know like that's the only reason why i took it as more ghostly because maybe that's just a more a more impactful story (laughs) for me if i see it as time travel Mm -hmm. not time travel uh ghost that's what i mean so he would admit it it was was a slip of the mind yes but the mind the mind (laughs) knows what it wants it's time travel (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think we can all can agree that the it's time travel, yeah. No, yeah, we no, can all agree. No. Thank you very much for listening. No, the best part of the movie is just like the themes that it teaches, you know, mm-hmm. and the time on, travel. Mo- no, moving, <laughs> on, moving on from like a tragic past. It's the best past. time travel movie. But yeah, yeah, like you were saying, like moving on, moving on from a tragic past, Intra- being happy with who of you are, time travel, you know, being satisfied with who you are as a person, time appreciating time. what you have. <laughs> Off it. All around, just like a beautiful time travel movie. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. It's something that, like, honestly, like, we were even discussing it earlier. Like, would we show, like, would children appreciate it? And I feel like if one day I show my children, like, this movie, I feel like there's themes in there that would teach them great ways to interpret the world. You know what I mean? Great power with great responsibility. (laughs) It's also the best superhero movie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll show them Spider-Man and then when Marty was there. Marvel origin story. (laughs) We made that joke at the end. <laughs> Marty will return in Iron Man 3. No. Uh, um, yeah. So I think it was just all around just a beautiful animated movie. You know, it teaches great lessons in the most Ghibli way possible, in the most beautiful way that even at our age, I, like, I felt I felt large emotions while watching it. You know what I mean? Like, I felt Go. happy, <laughs> sad, you know? It was just... Through time travel, yeah. <laughs> I feel it'd be it'd be tragic not to mention one of my favorite scenes in the movie, uh, the the mill one, the mill scene where Marnie's uh, the silo, the silo, yeah, the silo scene when when Marnie's uh, she has the coat over her and Anna's trying to calm her down. Uh-huh. Like that was a great scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was really nice. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason why I thought it was ghost is because Marnie was talking about as if she was stuck in the time with her husband. I forget his name. Um, and she was like calling Anna his name, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Anna had to be like, no, I'm Anna, you know? Well, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being so subtle. All right, final thoughts? As, as like getting final thoughts out. Matt? Um, this might be my favorite Ghibli movie. It's between this and Spirited Away. Phil? Not this and Totoro? I haven't seen Totoro. What? I've only seen half of it. Um. <laughs> Final thoughts on the okay. movie. Final thoughts on... When Marty was that, the movie we've been discussing. Time travel. No, <laughs> alright. It's the best time travel movie ever made. Watch it if you haven't watched it. 
show your friends. It's a beautiful exploration of life, death, you know, moving on, being happy with yourself. It certainly made a huge impact on me, and I love it. So, watch it. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, remember to follow us wherever you get your podcasts, uh, which now includes Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast as well. It took a, it only took us six weeks, <laughs> and that's not a joke. Um, yeah, uh, follow us on whatever site you want, because we're probably on it. Go listen to our other episodes and. Do we have Instagram? Do we have an Instagram? No, we have a Twitter. We have a Twitch, and I should make an Instagram. Yeah, what? All right. Thank you for joining us here today for our discussion on when Marnie was there. Yep. Greatest time travel movie ever. <laughs>